Today's daf is Ksubis daf tzadik, and we are 13 lines from the top of daf Peites Amid Beis Amri Le Rav Kahana Viravasi Lerav. Today's daf is being learned Leilu Nishmas Chaim Melazer Ben Yibadol Chaim Reb Shimshon Aryeh. So we're in the middle of a sugya, a rather intense sugya that began with the mission on the bottom of Daf Peches Amid Beis, which discussed a woman that's divorced that comes to Bezdin. She wants to collect her ksuba. So when does a woman collect her ksuba? When her marriage is terminated. So if her husband either dies or gives her her get, she's now an Amana or a Grusha. The Allah is, she's entitled to collect her ksuba. In a perfect world, if a Grusha was coming to collect her ksuba, she would present what we refer to as two forms of ID. She would present her get, and she would present her ksuba. Her get would prove that she's divorced. As a result, the ksuba is currently owed to her. She would present her ksuba to prove that the ksuba is outstanding. The Mishnah discussed what happens if a woman came to Bezdin and she had either her get but didn't have her ksuba, or she had her ksuba but she didn't have her get. And the Mishnah said, get If she comes with her get and she doesn't have her ksuba, the Allah is, she's going to be able to collect her ksuba. If she came with her ksuba but she didn't have her get, then the husband is not going to be obligated to pay. If she has her get and she doesn't have her ksuba, why? She doesn't have her ksuba. Isn't that the equivalent of a malva going over to a loiva, telling him, you owe me money? And when he asks him, where's your shtar chayv? He says, oops, I lost it. What's the halach? If the loiva would say, I paid the shtar chayv, of course the loiva would be believed. The woman is the equivalent of the malva. The man is the equivalent of the loiva. If she doesn't have her shtar, she doesn't have her ticket, you would think the husband should be believed to say, I paid the ksuba. He should not have to make the payment. The answer is, Rashi quoted the Gemara in Bava Metziah that says that you learn from here that a toyin achar ma'isa bezdin That although it's true, a ksuba in many ways mirrors an ordinary shtar chayv, but at the same time it's different. And the reason it's different is because this is a chayv that was mandated by Chazal. It's what's known as a ma'isa bezdin. And ha toyin achar ma'isa bezdin. If somebody says that I paid a ma'isa bezdin, you would have to prove that you paid. And unless you can prove that you paid, simply saying paraiti, even if the woman doesn't have the ksuba, would not be enough. Why then, if she has her ksuba, but she doesn't have her get, is the halacha paru? Because if she doesn't have her get, there's a glaring reyasa. Why would a divorced woman not have her get? She needs her get in order to be able to get married. It's a very, very important document. We're concerned that maybe the reason she doesn't have her get is because she once collected her ksuba with her get. At the time, she didn't have her ksuba. The husband forced her to give him the get so that she wouldn't be able to collect her ksuba with the get. The reyesa is so strong that it overrides the law of Atoyen Achar Maisa Bezden. Either way, we're going to focus again on the Reisha, the first halach of the Mishnah, and that is get the If a woman comes to bed and she has a get, she doesn't have a ksuba. The halach is goiva ksubasa. Now that's pashit. If a woman's going to collect her ksuba with her get, without her ksuba, the husband, after she collects her ksuba, is going to say, hand over the get. 
And the reason he's going to say hand over the get is to make sure that she's not going to be able to collect her tzuba with the get a second time. Additionally, we mentioned that there's a good chance that the husband is going to want a shoifer. He's going to want a receipt to prove that he actually made payment. In fact, the Gemara argued that the husband needs a receipt. And if he doesn't have a receipt, there's a good chance that this woman will be able to hurt him financially in the future. And being that that's the case, the only way for him to prevent that is by having this receipt, by having what we know as a shoifer. Now, how would the woman be able to hurt him in the future? Because although when the woman collects her ksuba with the get, she's going to have to give the get to the husband so that she won't be able to collect the ksuba with the get a second time. But what happens after the husband dies, in the event that he dies, she would be able to go to the yarshim, assuming that she really had the ksuba, and now collect the ksuba a second time with the ksuba, so that she will have collected the ksuba twice, the first time with the get, the second time with the ksuba. Now, it's true that when she collected it with the get, she had to relinquish the get, but now she's going to collect it a second time, and this time she's going to collect it with her ksuba. The only way for the husband to prevent that from happening is if the husband has a shoifer, he has a receipt, a document that says that he already made payment for the ksuba, but otherwise, the woman is going to potentially be able to hurt the husband. If you say that you can collect ksuba simply with the get, even if you don't have your ksuba, then there's always a chashash that maybe the woman really has the ksuba. She's been hiding it. She may believe she lost it, or maybe she really lost it. But she's going to find it at some point in the future, and then she'll collect it a second time with the ksuba. You're going to say, what do you mean? If you handed over the get, you won't be able to collect it a second time with the ksuba. And why, if you hand over the get, won't you be able to collect it a second time with the ksuba? Because that was the safe of the Mishnah. Ksuba ve'eni moget, is you can't collect. But that's only from the husband you wouldn't be able to collect. Because there is a reyes, so where's your get? But if she's coming to collect from the yarshim, not as a grusha, but as an amana, then she would be able to collect. So if you can collect with the get and not with the ksuba, isn't there a chashash that later she'll collect with the ksuba? And Allah is that she'll be able to get the ksuba twice. So the only way for the husband to protect himself would be to have a shaver. Okay, so why is that a problem? Why does that have to completely impact our sugya? Let him have a shaver. The Gemara says the reason is because it's a machlokes and shas whether koysvin shaver or in koysvin shaver, and we paskin in koysvin shaver. What's the machlokes? In short, uh, Malva goes over to Olive and he says, "You owe me money." Olive says, "I know, I owe you money. I'll pay you, but give me the shtar chayv. I want to make sure that you're not going to be today this loan again." The Malva says, "I lost the shtar chayv." Could the loyva tell the malva, I'm not making payment unless you give me the shtarchot? Because I'm afraid that you may come collect it a second time. Or could the malva tell the loyva, I'm sorry, I don't have the shtarchot. You owe me the money. You're afraid that I'm going to collect it a second time. I'll give you a shaiver. The mandama that says, Kaisvin shaiver says, the malva can tell the loyva, force him to take a shaiver. The mandama that holds, Ain Kaisvin shaiver says that the loyva can tell the malva, I'm not to hold on to the shaiver. It's not something I ever signed up for. And the only way I'm going to make payment is if you can give me the shtar chayv. We pass in Rashi says, Ain Kaisvin shaiver. Rashi, Toysis brings from the read that says that's not true. We pass in Kaisvin Shaiver, whole different sugya. But the way Rashi learns the Gemara is that we pass in Kaisvin Shaiver. We pass in that a Malva can't collect a Chayv unless he actually has the Shtar Chayv because there's a concern that he may go collected a second time. 
if that's the case, Lechura, a married woman, should not be able to collect her ksuba if she doesn't have the physical ksuba because of a chash that she may be able to collect it a second time. And we said, the only way she'd be able to collect it a second time is if she's collecting it from the Yarshim. Because from the husband, once she gives up her get, even if she comes with the ksuba, she'll be a ksuba of any get. But al from the Yarshim should be able to collect a second time unless it's a shaiver. So the Gemara's kasha was, isn't this a raya that kosvin shaiver? And the Gemara really had two primary mahalchem, Shmuel and Rav, Rav 2.0, Rav who was Hadar and said his machshava shniya. Shmuel said that the Mishnah is talking about a makim she'en kaisvin ksuba. The only way to make this Mishnah work is say that Hoytziah get any maksuba was a place where no one had ksubas. They didn't write ksubas. Now it could be the husband was saying that I really wrote a ksuba, but the point is she lived in a place where en kaisvin ksuba. And the makim she'en kaisvin ksuba Meaning, this whole machloikis of kaisvin shayver and in kaisvin shayver is predicated on a concern that if you, the malva, right now have a shtar chayv, you claim you lost it, how do I know you're not going to pull it out at a later date? But let's say you're in a place where there is no shtar chayv, like the chayv is a ksuba and it's a makam chayv kaisvin ksuba. So, in a place like that, for sure, kaisvin shayver. So, you're right, from the Mishnah you see kaisvin shayver, but it has nothing to do with the machlaikis of kaisvin shayver or ain't kaisvin shayver, because the Mishnah is talking about a makam chayv kaisvin ksuba, and a makam chayv kaisvin ksuba, everybody agrees that Allah is kaisvin shayver. Rav initially learned the Mishnah very similar to the way Shmuel did, but then the Gemara says, Hadabe Rav. Rav was chayver, Rav had a machshavashniya. And Rav said that I believe that when the Mishnah says, get any the Mishnah didn't mean that she could be gave the entire ksuba. What did the Mishnah mean? She could be gave the ikra ksuba. In fact, every grusha that comes to collect her ksuba, so she has her two forms of ID. She has her get and she has her ksuba. The get gets her the ikra ksuba, and the ksuba gets her the toysvah's ksuba. But the get and the ksuba don't talk to each other. Each one gets her something else. So what are you worried? You're worried that a woman's going to collect her ksuba with her get based on the premise that she lost her ksuba. So that there's a chashash that maybe she really has it. Now she's going to pull out her ksuba. If she pulls out her ksuba, she's not going to double dip. She's not going to collect for a second time. Because the first time she collected, she collected with her get. What did she get? The ikr ksuba. The second time she's going to collect, what's she going to get? The toysis ksuba. So there's no chashash that she's going to be able to collect the second time. The whole issue of in kaisvin shayver is because we don't want the malva to be able to collect the chayv where he has a shtar chayv in his possession that may allow him to collect it a second time. But in this case, he's not going to be able to collect it a, a second time. She is the malva. The first time she collected the ikr, the second time if she pulls out the ksuba, all she's going to be able to collect is the teisefes. And because all she's going to be able to collect is the teisefes, so it's for that reason she's not collecting the same thing twice. She's not collecting the same thing twice. Said All the questions that you could possibly ask in the sugya are not going to be shared. In other words, we have a, a machloikis Rav and Shmuel had to learn the Mishnah. According to Shmuel, the Mishnah is talking dafka about a makam she'en koisven ksuba. Oitzia get any maksuba ksubasa is only in a makam she'en koisven ksuba. Because otherwise, you would not be able to collect simply with a get because it would require the husband to have a shaver and we pass in en koisven shaver. According to Rav, it's not true. The Mishnah could be talking even b'makam Ah, isn't it a raya that koisvin shayver? No, it's not a raya that koisvin shayver. So, number one, machloikis rav and shmuel had to be mefarish the mishnah. 
Additionally, Machoikis Rav and Shmuel, when Isha Gerusha comes to collect her Ksuba with her Ged and her Ksuba, how does it work? I mean, Pashat the, the Taich of the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says, Itzia Get, Gaiva Ksubasa, what is she being Gaiva? According to Shmuel, she's being Gaiva everything. According to Rav, she's only getting the Iker Ksuba. But there's also a, a more fundamental Machoikis between Rav and Shmuel, and that is, according to Shmuel, a woman cannot collect her ksuba without her ksuba. According to Rav, a woman could collect her ksuba without her ksuba. According to Shmuel, is only According to Rav, it's true, even So, the takeaway that we need right now as we segue into the second part of this sugya is that Machlokes Rav and Shmuel had to be Mefarish to Mishnah. Machlokes Rav and Shmuel, how exactly Gvias Ksuba works, but very, very specifically, a Machlokes between Rav and Shmuel, whether B'makim Shekosvin Ksuba, could a woman collect her Ksuba without physically having the Ksuba? According to Shmuel, the answer is no. According to Rav, the answer is yes. How would she collect it? She would collect it with her get. What would she get with her get? Not the entire Ksuba. What would she would get is the Iker Ksuba. But as we're about to see, the Amoyram was struggling to understand Rav. Meaning, Rav said a Lashen, Then once you understand my big picture of how Gvias Ksuba works, it answers all the questions. And as we're about to see, that Amiram was still struggling on this because there's something that requires beer. There's another knech that needs to be spoken out, which the Gemara is going to work through now. And that is Amri, the Rav Kanav Ravasi, the Rav. Rav Kanav Ravasi, they were both told me the They both told the Rebbe, they said, Rav Lididach, according to you, the Amrit get goive iker, that a get is goive the iker ksuba. Meaning, a woman can be goiva her ksuba without her actual ksuba, even the makim shakaisvin ksuba, albeit the ikr ksuba. Because with the get, you can be goiva the ikr ksuba. So the question they asked Rav was, Amonim and Anasun, but my gavio. An Amonim and Anasun, a woman that's an Amon, she had Nasun already. How is she going to collect her ikr ksuba? Meaning, a grusha, Rav said, is goiva the ikr ksuba with her get and the toisvis ksuba with the ksuba? What about an almanim and an How is she goiva her ksuba? So they asked Rav, you're going to tell me she gets the whole ksuba with her ksuba? If a grusha doesn't get her whole ksuba with the ksuba, she only gets the toisvis ksuba with the ksuba, for the ikr ksuba she needs her get, you would think an almanim and an should be the same way. So they said, probably, this is the conversation, everybody was in agreement that the answer probably is with the edei misa, meaning the equivalent of the get for a grusha by an almanim is the edei misa. The get proves that the grusha is divorced, the edei misa proves that the almanim is an almanim. So if a grusha collects her ikr ksuba with the get, the almanim is going to collect her ikr ksuba with the edei misa. But the question they asked was, why aren't we concerned? Maybe the woman, this Almanim and Anasun, was really divorced. She was really divorced. And she's going to pull out her get, and she's going to be good. Meaning, every time an Almanim and Anasun comes to collect, she's going to collect with her Ede Misa. If she's going to collect with her Ede Misa, why aren't we concerned? that maybe she was previously divorced, and when she was previously divorced, 
she received the get. After she collects her Iker Ksuba with the Ede Misa, she's going to go again and she's going to collect her Iker Ksuba and this time she's going to collect it with her get. And it's going to come out that she's going to collect her Ksuba twice. Now, this kasha was a kasha that was presented to Rav, but not to Shmuel. And it's mashma, just from the words of the Gemara, that this is a kasha on Shittas Rav. It's not a kasha on Shittas Shmuel. And the reason this is not a kasha on Shittas Shmuel is because Shmuel holds that the only time a woman can collect her ksuba without her ksuba is b'makoim she'en koisven ksuba. And b'makoim she'en koisven ksuba koisven shoiver. So you can end up having a shoiver. So this will never happen. Because... You can't collect the ksuba with only a de misa. You can't collect the ksuba only with a get. Unless it's a makam shen kaisen ksuba. And if it's a makam shen kaisen ksuba, for sure you're going to have a shaiver. So if you're going to have a shaiver, then this is l'chayra going to be a moot point. But according to Rav, that you can collect your ksuba without a ksuba, even b'makam she kaisen ksuba. So over there, there is a concern that maybe she's going to collect her ksuva with her Ede Misa, she's not going to get a shaiver, or the, the, the husband's not going to get, or the Yarshim are not going to get a shaiver. And the reason they wouldn't get a shaiver, right? Why wouldn't they get a shaiver? The reason is, is because maybe she'll collect it with her ksuba. She'll hand over the ksuba. And if she hands over the ksuba, they're going to think in their mind, there's no reason for me to now have a shaiver. The problem is, she's allowed to collect even without a ksuva, and she may go now a second time, this time as a grusha, and collect. So according to Shmuel, being that the only time you could do this is b'makam she'en kaisven ksuva, so when the yarsha make the payment, inevitably they're going to have a shaiver, because there's no other move. I'm making a payment. Prove that I made a payment. Take the ksuva, it's b'makam she'en kaisven ksuva. And being that it's b'makam shen kaisen ksuba, there is no ksuba. So balkarchach, I'm going to have a shayver. But according to Rav, you can collect without a ksuba even b'makam shen kaisen ksuba. So there's a concern that when she collects as an almana, she'll collect with the ksuba. If she collects with the ksuba, they'll never resort to a shayver because in their mind, they're just going to take the ksuba. And if they're going to take the ksuba, there's going to be nothing else to worry about. The problem is, being that she could collect Without her ksuba, maybe later she'll pull out a get. And this time she'll collect without actually having a ksuba. So the Gemara says, I hear what you're saying. And the only eights is be a sheves tachas bailo. In order for an almanam and an according to Rav, to be able to collect her ksuba, you're going to have to confirm that she wasn't a grusha. Meaning you have to confirm that she won't be able to do this. How would you confirm that she wasn't a grusha? Adam will come and they're going to say she was Yeshevas Tachas Baila. That she was living together with her husband literally up until the time he died. If they were living together, obviously she wasn't a grusha. So if she wasn't a grusha, this is not a chash. But the Gemara says, How do you know that right before he died, he didn't give her a get? Maybe five minutes before he died, he gave her a get. So you're right. There were Adam that came and said that I know the morning that this man died, they were living together. Yeah, but maybe in the afternoon he gave her a get. So the Gemara says, If that happened, which I tell you, if he gave a and then decided to die right afterwards. See, he lost out, meaning he should have notified his Yarshim that I just gave my wife a get, and as a result, there is a possibility that she's going to come collect the ksuba a second time. The Gemara says, Ammonim and Erison, Ammonim and Erison also has a ksuba. And Ammonim and Erison, the husband and the wife, are never living together. And if this is a chash that every Ammonim and Anasun, according to Rab, 
could be she was a grusha and she's going to collect the second time as a grusha. The only eight says be a sheves nachas bailo. Now Madam and Eris and I never be a sheves nachas bailo. So why isn't that a chash? So meaning the Gemara. Speaks it out. Amonim and Erisin, how does she collect? It's also by Edemisa, right? The same way that Amonim and Anasun collects according to Rav. How does she get the Ikriksuba with um, Edemisa? The Amonim and Erisin also gets with the Edemisa. Right? Why should, are we not concerned? She's collecting again as a Grusha. And here you can't say, like we just spoke out, be a Shevis Nachas Bailo, because the Amonim and Erisin was never your Shevis Nachas Bailo. So the Gemara says, you're right. Forget about everything that we just said. The answer is more Pashit. And that is Elba Mokam Dolayevcha Kasvino and Shaifer. Meaning, you're right. You're 100% right. It's a good point. You came up with a chap where, according to Rav, the Yarshim are going to need a shaiver. I don't disagree with you. The Yarshim are going to need a shaiver. Again, what was the chap? The chap was that, according to Rav, if you can collect ksuba without a ksuba, even the Makim Shekhaisvin ksuba, so that the Iker ksuba al Kopanim, and Amana collects with a Demisa, that's one of the Chedushim of today's. Part of the daf, and the grusha collects with the get. So why aren't you concerned that she'll collect twice? She'll collect the ikur ksuba once with the edei misa and the second time with the get. The answer is it is a chashash. It's possible. It's, there's no question. It's possible. The problem is it's it's a makom to layefsher. There's no way to prevent that, that from happening. I mean that there's no way to prevent it from happening because we need shayfer. Go ahead and write a shayfer. I'm not telling you not to write a shayfer. Hundred percent. You should write a shayfer. I. You're going to tell me, I thought we passed in Enkais and Shaiver. I thought we don't put a loiv in a situation where he's going to need a Shaiver. What's the answer to that? The answer to that is not Bemokim de Loyevsher, Avada Bemokim de Loyevsher, Kosvin and Shaiver. It's Bemokim de Efsher that it's like Kosvin and Shaiver. And just to explain it, because this is where Rashi speaks it out, and this is where it's very critical in understanding as far as the Gemara goes. The Machloikas of Kosvin Shaiver and Enkais and Shaiver is not if. The loyva should have a receipt. Yes. When they ask the loyva, would you like a receipt? He should grab it with both hands. He should have a receipt because you never know when you may need this shaver. The question of kais and shaver ain't kais and shaver is when there's a hashash that the malva's playing games, what Rashi refers to as a haram. When there's a concern that the malva has the shtar chayv, he claimed he lost it, and there's a hashash, he's going to come pull it out again and he's going to roll the dice. Maybe the loyva won't have the shaver and he'll be able to collect it a second time. <laughs> There, there's a chashash, whether we tell the loyva, hold on to the shaver, and if this is what he does, this is what he does, or no. To the extent that we're suspicious that something's going on because he lost the shtar chayv. So in that instance, uh, you, I'm not mechuyiv to have to hold on for dear life with, with my shaver. So are we going to allow a, a woman to collect her ksuba when she, we know for a fact she had a ksuba based on the fact she might have lost it? Are we going to collect a, allow a malva to collect a chayv without a shtar chayv based on the fact that he might have lost it. Well, if she pulls out the ksuba, all of a sudden, it could be detrimental to the husband. If he, the, the malva pulls out a shtachayv, it could be terrible to the loiva. So the man, Dama Darol, says, no, in a situation like that, where we're concerned that he's playing games, we're not going to allow it to work. But you want to know if, when it comes to all the sugyas of malva, the loiva, and shtarichayv, and all the scenarios that come up and say the nasham nazikin, if there isn't sometimes a necessity to have a shayv, of course there's a necessity to have a shayv. And for such situations, I, I thought you can't address every case, Rashi says. There's always going to be cases that you're not going to be able to address. And for situations like that, you're going to need a shaver. So at the end of the day, Rav is going to tell you, I'm asking in the Mishnah you should write a shaver. I'm not telling you not to write a shaver. All Rav was saying when he said, is that in my understanding of the Mishnah, even the Makim Shakoisvin Shaver, there's no Chash Haramah. 
when a woman comes to collect her get with comes to collect her ksuba with her get without her ksuba. Shmuel saw Haram. Shmuel said that if a woman comes with a get without the ksuba, you can't give her the ksuba because the ksuba is the document that gets her the ksuba and she might have that in her house and she may go now to try to collect it a second time. That's the equivalent of the Malva that doesn't have a Shtar Chayv. So there's a real concern that that's something that she might do. Rav said, I'm not worried about that. Because it's not the same document. What she's going to collect now with the get is the Iker Ksuba. If she has the Ksuba, that would get her the Toysis Ksuba. It's not the same document. The Gemara just proved that even according to Rav, at the end of the day, you will need a Shaiver. Say, who said you're not going to need a Shaiver? I'm not telling you're not going to need a Shaiver. You will need a Shaiver because there's always the possibility that she can collect the Ksuba with the Iker Ksuba with the Ede Misa and then maybe she was divorced and she'll be able to collect it again with her guy. Yeah, about this, this scenario, you want to think up scenarios about Kishrin could come up with cases of why she's going to why he's going to ultimately need the Shaiver. But it doesn't violate the laws of Enkais and Shaiver because there's no Shasha Rama. She's not doing anything wrong. It's not like she's collecting a Chayv without a document where it's possible she has that document to be able to collect it a second time because the document that she has is the ksuba and the ksuba wouldn't get her the same thing she's collecting now with the get. With the get, she's getting the ikr and if she has the ksuba, she would be able to get the toysis. As long as she's not double dipping with that document that she thinks she, which she claims she lost, we're not violating the problem of, of kosvin shayva. And the Gemara proves it even starkly. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, if you tell me this is not true, what's not true? That b'mokim the way after kosvin and shayva, eight you, anytime you come to collect with Eide Misa, and Rashi says, this is going B'mokim Shein Kaisen Ksuba. So B'mokim Shein Kaisen Ksuba, how do you collect? How do you collect B'mokim Shein Kaisen Ksuba? Obviously with the Eide Misa, right? There's no other way to collect. In our Mishnah, the Grusha collected with the Get, B'mokim Shein Kaisen Ksuba, that's the way Shmuel learned the Mishnah, and According by uh, Amana, the way she would collect this with the Ede Misa. So, why are you worried that she's going to pull out the Ede Misa in two different Batidim and she's going to collect twice? Elevali, what's the terrorism? You're going to end up writing a Shaifer. So, and really, that's the whole Shita Shmuel. The way Shmuel explained the Mishnah. Kosvin and Shaiver. Right? From the Mishnah, you see Kosvin and Shaiver. Ah, isn't it a riot, Kosvin and Shaiver? What was the answer? What did Shmuel say? Bemokim, Shane Kosvin Ksuba. Oh, so you see, Bemokim to Layefsha, Kosvin and Shaiver. That's just another way of saying Bemokim to Layefsha. The Gemara is just bringing a, a case that's related to an almana of Bemokim to Layefsha. But really, our Mishnah itself, the whole Sugya, Shalzet Anudanin, is talking about a Grusha, where it's Bemokim Shane Kosvin Ksuba. All the Gemara is saying is that Anachanami, even the way Rav is being Mefarish, the Mishnah, you're going to need a Shaiver. Did not mean you don't need a shaver. You're gonna need a shaver. Just means it has no shaykhs to the sugya of kaisvin shaver and kaisvin shaver. Just like Shmuel explained the Mishnah that of course you're gonna need a shaver, but it has nothing to do with the sugya of kaisvin shaver and kaisvin shaver. Why not? Because it's b'makim shen kaisvin ksuva. Rav is being mafarish. At the end of the day, the punchline is the same. It's the same Mishnah. That the Mishnah Vada says Kaisvin Shaiver, but it has nothing to do with the Machlaikas of Kaisvin Shaiver and Kaisvin Shaiver, because the reason you need a Shaiver is not because of a Chashash Rama. The reason you need a Shaiver is because there's an element that's Layefcha, and you're right, but Makam to Layefcha is Kaisvin and Shaiver. Now, one of the things, we can exhale for a moment, that was Mavur in this aforementioned Gemara is that an Almana is entitled to Ksuba. Everyone knows that. It was also a word that Almanam and Aresin is entitled to Ksuba. Right? The Gemara asked that according to Rav, every Almanam and Aresin 
is going to collect Suba with Edei Misa. Ay, maybe she was a Gerusha, and then she's going to pull out her get and she's going to collect it a second time. But we knew that as well, right? From learning Ksubas, we sort of know that an Almanam and Eros sends many rayas to it, gets Ksuba. But there is a Knech that you see here. And that is, you see that Almanam and Eros doesn't just get Ksuba. And Almanam and Eros gets Ksuba as a Maisa Bezden. Meaning, an Almanam and Eros is entitled to Ksuba even if the husband and wife, the Chassan and the Kala, never physically agreed on having a Ksuba. Ksuba is a Maisa Bezden. What about Mina Erison? Is there a Maisa Bezden or is there not Maisa Bezden? Meaning, maybe the only time you have Ksuba between an Oris and an Arus is when they agreed upon it. But if they didn't agree upon it, maybe you don't have a Maisa Bezden. From the Gemara we just learned, you see that it's a Maisa Bezden. How? Because the Gemara said, Almanam in Erison, but my Gavia, how would Almanam in Erison get her Iker Ksuba according to Rav? Be'ede Misa. Be'ede Misa. What do you mean? Shouldn't you need the, the Shtar? Shouldn't you need the actual document? The terror says it's a Maisa Bezdin. Oh, so you see that even Almodomin Eirison is able to get her Ksuba based on a Maisa Bezdin. The Gemara wants to know what the Makarta that is. Amodim Akshisha Bredi Rav Chizda Le Rav Ashi. Samarkashisha, who was Rav Chizda's son, told Rav Ashi, Almodomin Eirison, I mean, no, this looks Ksuba. How do you know that Almodomin Eirison has Ksuba? And again, we know Almodomin Eirison has Ksuba. But the question is, Rashi, the Isla Ksuba, but Tanai Bezdin, Imloy Kosavlo. How do you know that she gets Ksuba based on a Tanai Bezdin? Even if they didn't write the Ksuba, they must see, do you know it from the following Mishnah, Mishnah that appeared a few times early in the Mesech, if a woman became an Almana or a Grusha, it doesn't matter if she was she gets the Ksuba, but the Gemara says, you don't see from there that it's a Maisebez, and you see that an Almana and an Erison can get Ksuba, but you don't see that it's a Maisebez, then even if they didn't physically agree on it, maybe, meaning this could be, is only true if Kosovo, if they agreed on having a Ksuba. You're going to tell me, if they actually wrote a Ksuba, what's the Chiddush? It's a Chiddush that an Amona or a Grusham and an Erison gets Ksuba if they agreed on a Ksuba. If they agreed on a Ksuba, what's the other side? I'll tell you the other side. Rabbi Nazario said that although an Amona and an Erison gets Ksuba, but not the Toysvis Ksuba. And the reason is, because we assume that when he gave her the Toysvis Ksuba, he only did it al das and on the Smach that there's going to be an Asuan. So the Gemara is saying that maybe the reason the Mishnah had a speak that out was to teach me that she's not to teach me the Chiddush that if they agree on a Ksuba she's that we know but to teach me that don't think that the only time she's is because the Toysvis was only given with an Umdana that there was going to be an Asuin no, we assume that just for the Eris in itself, it's going to be okay. And the Gemara says, in fact, it's even mashman that way. Because the Bryce, that Mishnah said, she's going to everything. Now, if it's talking about where they agreed on it, that's why it says, Meaning, what does Goyves HaKol mean? Everything that they agreed on. Eli, Yamat, Lai, Kosovo. But if you're going to tell me that the point of the halacha is, even if they didn't agree on it, there's a Maisa Bezdin, there's an automatic here, there's a Maisa Goyves HaKol, Mono Masayimu de Isla. The Maisa Bezdin is not Goyves HaKol, the Maisa Bezdin would be for the Ikkor of Ksuba, the Mono for the Almona, the Masayim for the, for the Psula. It wouldn't be a Goyves HaKol. So if it says Goyves HaKol, what does that mean? Goyves HaKol would seem to very strongly suggest that there must be a 
situation where there's more than just the Mono Masayim. Why is there more than Mono Masayim? Oh, probably because they agreed on there being more than Mono Masayim. So you see, we're talking about Kosovo. So this is not the source that there's a Maisa Bestin for Ksuba when it comes to Eris and the Mara says, Elo, Medetani, Reb Bar Abin. Maybe the Rai is from here. Rebchia Bar Abin had the following Rai, Ishtay Aruso, a man who had a wife and she was only an Aruso. Loi Oinein. If she dies, he doesn't become an Oinein. Voloi Metamala. And if she dies, and he's a Koyen, he's not allowed to be Metamatar. Vechein he, so too she, if he dies, Loi Oinenes, does not become an, an Oinenes, that's the female version of an Oinein. Voloi Metamaloi, and she's not Metamatam either. Incidentally, Rashi speaks out. What does it mean, Voloi Metamaloi? Everyone knows that B'nei Aharoin are Metsuva on the Isr Tumor, but B'nei Saharoin are not. Only a, a, a koyen that's a zohar has an isa to be metamal amesim, but in a cave it doesn't. So what does it mean? V'chein he loy metamaloi. Even if she's a bas koyen, she's a koyenes, there would still be no iser for her to be metamatim. So Rashi says loy metamaloi does not mean what loy metamaloi means. Loy metamaloi means if he's a koyen, it's usher for him to be metamal. Loy metamaloi means that she doesn't have a Chiyuv doesn't have a mitzvah to be metapal with him because all he was wasn't ours. Okay, but we need the next part. Mesa, if she dies, ain't a yarsha. He doesn't yarshan her. Mesu, if he dies, goyvik suba, so she gets her ksuba. Ah, oh, So you see clearly, Ishtay Arusa gets a ksuba, but the Gemara says again, Dilma the Kasavla. You see from here that this ksuba, but maybe it's only if they agreed on there being ksuba, not necessarily as a maizabaz of chitim. You'll tell me, Ikasavla maino meimro, if he actually gave her the ksuba, what's the chiddish? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you what the chiddish is. Mesa ain't a yarshid, strichale. The chiddish is the the next halach, and that is that if she dies, Eino Yarsha, the halach is he does not Yarshan her. And being that that's the case, we had to say that the halach is Mesu Goivik Subasa. And the way Rashi explains it is, is Dibra Maschal Mesa Eino Yarsha Tzrichale. Mishon Mesa Eino Yarsha Tzrichale Misni Mesu Goivik Subasa. Meaning, the point of this halacha was not to teach me that if he dies, she gets a ksuba. Because really, as a Maisebez, then she would not get a ksuba. And the only reason she's getting a ksuba is because they agreed that she should get a ksuba. I, if that's the case, so why do we even say it? If they agreed upon it, what's the Kiddush? Because we wanted to say that if she dies, he doesn't yarshin her. Okay, you would have thought that if they feel so close to each other, they're so close that he gave her a ksuba. Maybe that kurva should create a halacha that if she dies, he's going to yarshin her. That's the chiddush, and that's why the b'risa said that if he dies, she gets a ksuba. It's hacha b'mayaskinon when it was kasavla. The chiddush is not that she gets a ksuba when it's kasavla. The chiddush is that even though it was kasavla, still the halach is going to be that if she dies, he's not going to yashin her. Either way, we're almost finished with the sugya. One very, very last gemara. Amali Rav Nachman Liravuna. Rav Nachman told Ravuna, Lirav, according to Rav. So again, Rav said his big halacha, and that is, get goyve iker, ksuba goyve toisefes. And then he said, And really, the second part of the daf, the theme is the kalaroitzalahashiv. The first was Rav Kahana Rav Asi's question that they asked Rav directly, meaning, Rav, you seem to be saying that you're not going to need a shaver. At the end of the day, he's still going to need a shaver. You're still going to be 
boxed into Kaisvin Shaiver. And what was the answer? You're right, but welcome to Layefcha Kaisvin and Shaiver. One last cash. Rav Nachman asked this to Ravuna. So Rav Nachman and Ravuna were both Tamidim of Rav. And Rav Nachman asks Ravuna this question. The Rav, according to Rav, don't I get Goyve Iker? That with the get, you Goyve the Iker. Leichesh, why aren't we concerned? Dumba Mafke Gita Bahibidino. She's going to pull out her get in one bezd in Vigavia and she's going to collect her Ksuba Bahad and Mafke Vedina Karina Vigavia. And then she's going to go to another bezd in and she's going to collect her Ksuba again. Meaning, why are we concerned that she's going to collect her Ksuba twice with her get? She's going to collect the Iker once, and then she's going to collect it another time. Now, you're going to tell me, maybe the answer is, what do you mean? After she collects her Ksuba with her get the first time, what we're going to do is we're going to tear up the get. Right? We'll tear up the get. So if we'll tear up the get, she's not going to be able to collect it a second time. But the Gemara says, Amra, she's going to say, You can't tear up my get. I need it to be able to get married. If you're going to tear up my get, how am I going to be able to get married in the future? So the Gemara says, No, the terrorist says, The Karina, what we're going to do is we're going to tear up the get because Svina Nagabe Gita. We're going to write on the get, meaning we're going to give her back the get, but we're going to give her back a torn get. So this get's already going to be like a, a problematic get, but we're going to write the following. That this that we tore, it's not because the get is possible. It's simply because we're afraid that you're going to go collect with it a second time. And being that it's because we're afraid that you're going to collect from it a second time, that's why we're going to do this. Now just to clarify, this question that Rav Nachman asked Rav Una was only the rap. Why wasn't this cash a, a cash on Shmuel as well? It's because according to Shmuel, the only time she can collect with a get without a ksuba is b'makam shen kais and ksuba. And b'makam shen kais and ksuba because we're in So there's no chashash, the Gemara is tiny now, that this is going to happen. Meaning, the Gemara assumes now that if it's b'makam, the ein kais and ksuba, the way Shmuel made an akim to the Mishnah, then really, this, she's gonna need a, he's going to need a shaver anyways, so she can hold on to the get. Meaning, when we started the sugi at the very, very beginning... So we said that what's the next move? The next move is the husband's going to say, give me the get, plus he's going to have a shaver. The Gemara thinks now that according to Shmuel, it's really not necessary for him to have the get. Because once you have the shaver, it's b'chal masayimana. Once you have the shaver, there's no need to let her keep the gets. Like this, she'll be able to get married with the get in the future. Since it's really not necessary for us to go and take the get away from her because let her have the get to be able to get married in the future. The problem is that according to Rav, that this is true even b'makim shekois and ksuba, u b'makim shekois and ksuba ain't kois and shayver necessarily. Now we said it's advisable, but it's not necessarily the way it is. So l'chayra, what prevents her from collecting it a second time? Right, just explain it a drop better. If you're going to tell me that she can collect the get the ksuba a second time with her get. Unless he has a shaver, then really what you're doing is is it's bimokim she. Then you're going right back to the sugi of kaisen shaver, because you're basically allowing her to hold on to the shtar which is not the ksub in this case; it's the get, and putting him in a situation which he's going to be able to collect it a second time. So according to Shmuel, the only time this happens is bimokim she 
is Mamakim Shen Kaisven Ksuba, Mamakim Shen Kaisven Ksuba, anyways, Kaisven Shaiva. But according to Rab, that you can collect even without the, the Ksuba isn't the Sachash, and the Gemara says, you're right, it's a good point. What she's going to have to do is she's going to have to relinquish the get. I, if she relinquishes the get, isn't that going to mess her up? No, we're going to tear her up and we're going to write on the get. We're going to write on the get that this get was a get. Zok, the Mishnah, right. So the first. Mishnah of this sugya discussed an imperfect situation. Again, in a perfect world, a woman's coming to collect the ksuba. She's going to have both a ksuba and a get. But, as we mentioned, in the world of Mishnayis and Brises and Gemaras, very often we have different cases that make the world imperfect. What was the imperfection in the first Mishnah? She had her get, she didn't have a ksuba, she had a ksuba, she didn't have a get. In this next Mishnah, the situation is also going to be not Typical, but not typical in another way. Shnei gitin v'shtei ksubas. What happens if a woman comes to Bezden and she pulls out, I have two gitin, I have two ksubas. This is from the same man. Now, how would she have two gitin from the same man? Teretz is, she's saying, my husband married me twice. I was married, he gave me a get, and then he was machzeg rishasen. And I have two ksubas. Rashi says, the first ksuba was dated before, before the first get, and the second ksuba was dated before the second get. So there's two ksubas, there's two gitin, two marriages. Everything is good. What's the Allah? It's very simple. For the first marriage, she has a get in a ksuba. Perfect. For the second marriage, she has a get in a ksuba. It's also perfect. Shtei ksubas for get echad. What happens if she has two ksubas, but she only has one get? So she comes with one get, and she has two ksubas. Now, the two ksubas were both dated before the get. So before the get, she had two ksubas. It seems like her husband gave her two ksubas. A ksuba, the shnei gitin, or she has one ksuba, but she has two gitin. So she has a ksuba. And then she has two gitten that are both dated after the ksuba. Oi ksuba v'get v'misa. Or she has one ksuba and she has a get plus she has ede misa. So again, she has proof that she was married twice. Both marriages were terminated. One through get, one through misa. But she only has one ksuba. And the one ksuba is dated before the get of the misa. In all three of these cases, all she's going to get is one ksuba. And the reason is, because if somebody divorces his wife and then he remarries her, and he doesn't give her a second ksuba, we assume that the reason he's, remar- he's mar- remarrying her based on the original ksuba, he doesn't have to give her another ksuba. So really what you have over here is a woman that... It's true she was married twice, but being that as far as we know, all there was was one ksuba, so there's not going to be a chiv to give two ksubas. So really, if you look at the Mishnah a little slower, there were four cases. The first case, is, first case was there were two gitten and two ksubas. There the halachas, she's going to ksubas. As long as each ksuba predates each get, so it's like a ksuba and a get, ksuba and a get, so it's pasha, she's going to collect two. Then we had a case where there were two ksubas and one get. We had two gitten and one ksuba, and then we had one ksuba and a get and a misa. And all those cases, she only gets one. But it's not for the same reason. In fact, the Mishnah gave a reason, but the Mishnah's reason explains the latter two of the three. The first case was that shtei subas forget echad, two ksubas and one get, what does she get? She gets one ksuba. The reason is, as we're about to see, that if a man gives his wife two ksubas, you only get one ksuba. Which one do you get? The Gemara's going to talk about that. But you only get one ksuba. In the second case, there were two marriages and one ksuba. There too, you only get one ksuba. Unless the husband specifically, when he's machzeg rushasa, gives a second ksuba, you only get one ksuba. And that the Mishnah explains. I'm going to ask ksuba rishayin and machzeg. But the Gemara is going to refer first to the first Mishnah. Shnei ksuba is forget echad. So what was the halacha? She ends up getting, she ends up 
getting only one of the ksubas. Now, which one of the ksubas? The Mishnah didn't say. So the Gemara says, it's Mashri, boy, behai gabi, boy, behai gabi. It sounds like she has a choice. She can pick whichever one she wants. Lebeti Avdi Tufta, the Rav Nachman, no Mashmul. Is this a kashan? Something Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel. Rav Nachman, no Mashmul. Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel. Stage, Lord, say, Yoyitzim is a chazer. If there is a malva that has two shtaros on the same malacha, or there's a, a moicher, like a loikeach, that bought something, and he has two shtaros that prove that he bought this. So we always look at the second one. So the second one is always going to be the one that's going to be the one. Now the truth is, the second one usually would work to the disadvantage of the loikeach, or the disadvantage of the loiva. Why? Because if I ever have a shtar that I that I borrowed to, to the disadvantage of the Lekeach or the disadvantage of the Malva. Because if I have a shtar that says I loaned somebody money, if I have a shtar that I bought something, let's talk about a Moicher. If I have a shtar that says I bought something, I can now be terrified from, there's, there's always a, a sugya of lekuchas, right? Sometimes you end up being forced to take something from the lekuchas. Let's say someone comes and takes it from me. So I'm going to go back to the moicher. The malva is going to be tired from the lekuchas of the loiva. So how do you determine when the law went into effect to determine the lekuchas based on the shtar? So really, the earlier the shtar, the, the, ben, the more benefit I'm going to have. But the halach is that you always go from the second one. We assume that the second one knocked out the first one. So, lechura, you see when it comes to shtei shtaris, bitel sheni esarishin. It's not like the Mishnah. The Mishnah sounds like he boy behai gavi boy behai gavi. It sounds like you get to pick and choose. But the Gemara says like it. Didn't Rav Papa say moed Rav Nachman the oisav be diklu taisefes kasve? Didn't Rav Papa say the Rav Nachman didn't always say his halacha. The Rav Nachman said the only time the halacha is bitel sheni esarishin that you go best based on the second one is if you didn't add anything to the second. But if you add something to the second. So the first shtar the first shtar mechira says, "I sold you my field." The second one says, "I sold you my field." Plus, I added another decal to it. So then, the halacha is: if you want, you can pick whichever one you want. Meaning, the only time we assume that the second shtar is the shtar is if nothing was added from the second to the first. So, if the first shtar and the second shtar are identical, then we assume the real shtar is which shtar is the second shtar. And the reason we assume the second shtar is the real shtar is because. We ask ourselves, why would he have written a second star? Probably because he wants to change the shibot. He wants to change the lekuchas. If, however, if, however, there were two, if he was moist of something in the second star, since so not a kasha why he wrote the second star. The reason he wrote the second star is because he wanted to be moist of the thing that he added to the second star. And in that case, we don't say for sure Beetle Shani Asarishan. What do we say? We say that the the person that's holding the star gets to pick. And he gets to choose. Do you want the previous Shibud or do you want the extra deck? This is one of the four cases in the Mishnah. In the event that a woman comes, she pulls out a get, a day misa, and one ksuba. So she was married twice. However, she only has one ksuba. So what's the halacha? Does she get one ksuba to im get koidim liksuba if the get that she has is before the ksuba? Then she's going to get two ksubas. Why? Because if the get is before the ksuba, so that means the ksuba that she has was written for the second marriage. Now, the first marriage, she doesn't have a ksuba, but she doesn't need a ksuba for the first marriage. As long as she has a get, that's okay. Why? That was the first Mishnah. a get for any more ksuba. So that's going to be good. So she collects the first ksuba with the get. And then the second ksuba she collects because she physically has a ksuba. Ksuba kedemis the get. If the ksuba is before the get, so really she has a ksuba, and then she has a get, and a de miso. But she has no raya that the second marriage ever had its own ksuba. Then, in a goyve, a ksuba, so she gets one ksuba, like the Mishnah Sechim, because if somebody gets 
divorced, and then he remarries his wife, and he didn't write a new ksuba, we assume that he never meant to give her a new ksuba, and really the marriage was done based on the original ksuba. A katan whose father married him off, of ksubasa kayemes, the Allah is, in the event that he had a ksuba in the original marriage, that ksuba is going to remain once he becomes a gadol, Sha'almanas came kaima, because we assume based on that, this second marriage took place. So what is going on? A cotton can't get married midairaisa. Even though in the raid recently we spoke at the Chiddush of the Rebar Barzeli, that a father could marry his son based on Zachan the Adam Shaloi Bafana. But that's a very big Chiddush. And that's a Chiddush that's on the Rishonim and the Achreinim level. But Medina the Gemara, there's no Makar anywhere that a cotton should be able to get married. So when we say cotton of it doesn't mean literally he got married. What happened? Cotton sort of married him off. Now there is a big Chiddush that if a father is marries off his son, that's a cotton. Dalach is this cotton could stay married and it's not considered a bilaznos. Okay. What happened? The cotton married off was, was married by his father, and the father actually gave them a ksuba. There was a ksuba that was put into place. Now the cotton became a gadol. As soon as the cotton becomes a gadol, we assume that this marriage that wasn't really a marriage, not a bilaznos, but not a marriage, converts into a marriage dairaisa. Based on the chazaka, ain't other moisa bilaznos, bilaznos, something that was discussed earlier in the Masechah. So we assume for sure that they become married with dairaisa. Okay. What about Ksuba? So Ksuba Sakayemes, the original Ksuba that was written, that wasn't really a Ksuba, is going to be kind. The Gemara will explain this a little bit better. Same is true. Gershon is Gaira, Ishtayima. You had a man and a woman, Eina Yehudin, and they were married. And they had a Ksuba, they had some sort of uh, document between the two of them. Then they were Megayer. Ta'aloch is, now they're married again, they don't write a new Ksuba. Ta'aloch is Ksuba Sakayemes, the original Ksuba they had is, is going to work. Shamanas Ken Kaima, because we assume that when they got married now, some Sveitamo, they're assuming and they're relying on that original Ksuba. Zakhtigimar Amr Rafuna, there was Machlokis Amiram, had to understand the Mishnah Pashab Shah. Rafuna said, Loishan, this Allah, the Mishnah is only true, Elamana Messiah. With regards to the Mana, and the Messiah, with regards to the Iker Ksuba, Avotoisefes Ein Law, meaning when we say Katan Shaisia Oviv, Ksubasa Kayemes, or Gershin Iskari Ishtayim, Ksubasa Kayemes, it doesn't mean whatever the original Ksuba said. It just means the Iker Ksuba. What it means is the Mono Messiah. So there's going to be a Chi of Mono Messiah. But more than a Chi of Mono Messiah, that already you're not going to have. And Rashi says the reason is because the original Shtar is a Chaspa Baalma, it's a worthless document. You can't collect based on the original shtar. The original shtar is worthless. What does it mean, ksubasa kayemes? It means because the ikr chiyav ksuba is a maise bezden. You don't need a document. And because you don't need a document, therefore there's going to be a chiyav ksuba. But don't think ksubasa kayemes means the original ksuba. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi said, no, I feel like I said, ksubasa kayemes in the Mishnah means whatever ksuba they agreed on, the way we explained it when we learned the Mishnah. Whatever they agreed on, that's what's going to be in effect. I'll ask you, catch from a brisa. So sometimes when a Mishnah is unclear, what do we do? We pull out a brisa that hopefully will be a little bit more clear. So the brisa says as follows. If they added some Something. This cotton that became a gadol, or this ger that was megayer. So if they added something, then she gets even what they were mechadish. It sounds like only if they were mechadish something. But if they weren't mechadish something, not. Meaning, it sounds like the only time there's a, a chitshu, the only time there's more than the mana masayim is if they actually were mechad or something. But otherwise, it sounds like all they get is the Iker Ksuba, which is a cash on Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said, Afilotei Sefes Tiesha, Limar says, Loi, Ema Af Masha Chitshu. 
Chitshu means if they added more than the Ksuba, meaning they're always going to get the original Ksuba, even the Toysvis of the original Ksuba. If they were Mechadash, even more than that, that's what we're discussing. That's not what the Bryson said. The Bryson said, Chitshu, Noitelis Matcha Chitshu, Loi Chitshu, Ksuba Gavim Asayim, Amana Amana. Oh, it's Mephurish. Now, what does Chitshu mean? Chitshu means Toysvis. How do you know that? Because Loichitshu is Mano Masai. What do you mean? Loichitshu shouldn't be Mano Masai. Loichitshu should be whatever the original Luxuba said. So you see clearly you only get what the original Luxuba says based on the Maya Sebezin. Tufta de Rav Yehuda. Isn't that a Tufta de Rav Yehuda? So Mara says it is. Mara says, why did Rav Yehuda make such a mistake? Rav Yehuda Masnisatis. Rav Yehuda, the Mishnah threw him for a little bit of loop. Who's He thought, Ksubasa Kayemes Akulamil Sakai. He thought that when it says Ksubasa Kayemes, what was it referring to? It was referring to. The entire ksuba, right? That's what it sounds like. Ksubasa kayemes, that she gets the entire ksuba. But that was the mistake. When it says ksubasa kayemes, it didn't mean the entire ksuba, but really all it meant was the ikr ksuba. Hadron halach, hakoisev le ishtar. So just to make a haschala on the next paragraph. There was a man that was married to two wives, and then he died. So now he has two wives that are both coming to collect their ksuba. So the wife that he married first, she has a schos to collect her ksuba before the wife that he was married to second. So meaning if two women are coming to collect the ksuba, which one of the women gets the ksuba? Whichever one he was married to first. So whichever one he was married to first, that's the wife that's going to be able to collect the ksuba. Now if there was enough money for both of them, so we're not having this conversation. But if there's only enough for one, the one that he was married to first is the one that's going to collect the ksuba. Additionally, in the event that these wives would die, and now it's the Yarshim of the wives that are coming to collect the Ksuba. It's the same thing. The Yarshim of the first wife would collect before the Yarshim of the second wife. What happens if a man was married to two wives? However, when he married his first wife, she died. Then Nasa Shnia, he married a second wife, Umesu, and then he died. Shnia the Yarshel, the second wife, and her Yarshim, in this case, are coming to Yarshin before the Yarshim of the Rishon. So in the first case, a man was married to two wives, he died, and now the two wives are coming to collect, or their Yarshim are coming to collect. In the safe of the Mishnah, a man was married to two wives, but the first wife died before he died, then he died. Then the halacha is, the Shniya comes before the Rishon. So if he dies while both his wives are alive, the Rishon goes before the Shniya. If one wife dies, then he dies, and then let's say his wife dies, the Shniya is going to come before the Rishayim. What's the difference? The difference is as follows. The difference is, if a man dies and he leaves over two wives, each wife is coming to collect the Ksuba. When they come to collect the Ksuba, they come to collect the Ksuba as a Balchayv. Right? Every woman that collects the Ksuba collects it sort of as a Balchayv. So you have two wives that are coming to collect the Ksuba, each one is coming to collect it as a Balchayv. What's the halacha? If a man has two Chayvis, the Balchayv Rishon comes before the Balchayv Shein. Whoever has the earlier Shtar, he's the one that's ultimately going to collect. In the event that the first wife died first, then he died, so then the Rishayna and the Shniya that are coming to collect, the Yarshi Rishayna and the Yarshi Shniya, are coming to collect from two different perspectives. The Yarshi Shniya are coming to collect as a regular Balchayv. You owe me Iksuba. You died, the wife wants Iksuba. Or if then the wife dies, the Yarshi wants Iksuba. However, the Rishayna are not coming to collect as a, as a Chayv. Why? Because when the Rishayna died, the husband already Yarshined her. 
What happens when a married woman died? Her husband yarshins her. Right, that's the halacha. There's no chiyav ksuba. The chiyav ksuba goes into effect if he dies first. But if she dies first, then the baal is yarish ishtai, the ksuba. So really, they're not coming anymore to collect betiris chayv. Now, why then are they even collecting? Why are we even having this conversation? The reason is because it's halacha of ksuba splendichrin. What's the halacha of ksuba splendichrin? The halacha of ksuba splendichrin says that when a man dies, his son's yarshinim. However, if at any point this man had yarshined one of his wife's ksubas, the nadunya, the ikri ksuba, everything, so then when he dies, the sons that he had from that wife are the ones that are going to end up yarshining that ksuba. So we disproportionately divvy up the nachla. Right? That's the basic halacha of ksubas benindechon. So in the case of nasa sarishayna umesa, nasa shniya umes, so the shniya is coming to collect the tairas, you owe me my regular ksuba. The rishayna it's the Yarshi Rishayna, she's not alive, is coming to collect Betairas Ksubas Prindechrin. And a Balas Chayv comes before Ksubas Prindechrin. And the reason Rashi says is, excuse a Balas Chayv is coming Betairas Balas Chayv, whereas Ksubas Prindechrin is Yasfun tonight. She's coming to collect Betairas, she's coming to collect Betairas. Not Yarsfuntan, Yarsfuntan. She's coming to collect Betairus Yorish. And because they're coming to collect Betairus Yorish, so a Baal Chayv always comes before Yorish, right? The Yarshim have to pay up the Chayvis. And for that reason, it's the Shniya that's going to end up collecting. Okay, so the Gemara is going to analyze this Mishnah a little bit. First part of the Mishnah was Misha Yanasu Shteinashim, somebody who's married to two wives, Umeis and he died, Harishoyna Kaidemis Lishniya, the one that was. Married first is the one that's going to collect. And the fact that it says that the Rishayna is Kedemus Lashniya, and it didn't say that the Rishayna gets and the Shniya doesn't get. It sounds like that if the Shniya would end up taking it, he would chop it, we wouldn't take it away from her. So her Rishayna Kedemus Lashniya sounds like it's only. But if the Shniya would take it, the Shniya would get it. So again, a man died. This is the first case, much simpler. He had two wives. He was married to one wife. And then years later, he married a second wife. Now he died. Both wives are coming to collect the Ksuba. The wife that he was married to first is Koydemes. Koydemes sounds like a Kedima. But if the second one would chap it, he would chap it. It sounds like that if a later Balchayv goes and he chaps alone, even though he wasn't supposed to do it, but if he does it, it's going to be okay. Isn't that right? Maybe if somebody does that, it's really not okay. My Koydemes, what does it mean when it says in the Mishnah, Koydemes, Ligamri, Ketani? It means... No, Kedemus means you, you come first, and not only do you come first, if you take it, I can't take it away from you. Now, where do you find that the word Kedemus should mean? That usually Kedemus sounds like you have a Kedima. Kedetana, no, it's a Mishnah, Ben Kedem Labas. When it comes to Yerusha, Ben is Kedem Labas. What happens if the Bas would go chapit? We would take it away from her. Ben Kedem Labas means you keep it here too, it means the same thing. Some had the Diak in the reverse, meaning we're going to try to prove. The halacha of Balchayv Mo'och Shekadam Vegavah Mashagavah Gavah from our Mishnah, but in the reverse. I mean, the Mishnah said that Yarshe Rishayna, a Kaidman Le Yarshe Shneer. Now, mid loik tani im kadma shniya v'tav se imay tzimiyah. The mission did not say that if the shniya would come and chap it, we would not take it away from the shniya. Mechal, it sounds like im kadma shniya v'tav se mafkini mino. It sounds like we actually would take it away from the shniya. Oh, shmami no ba'chayv mo'ch shakadam gava mashagava loigava. It sounds like mashagava loigava. That if the second one would try to take it away, 
we would take it away from the Shneer. And Koidemis probably means, like Ben Koidem Labas, that it can be the Ebed. So could we, approve, could we prove the reverse? The Gemara says, I'll tell you that if the second one would try to take a Mashagava Gava. So why didn't the Mishnah say Mephurish? Im Kod Mashniya, the Tafsa, Ein Moitzin. Me, it might right? It should have said it. The reason it didn't say that was, is because I did the tana shnia v'yarshel koydman l'yarshel harishayna tana nami harishayna koydemes l'shnia. Being that it said shnia v'yarshel koydman l'yarshel harishayna in the sefer of the Mishnah. And over there, it would be inappropriate to say in kadmu v'tafsu ein moitzi and miyadam that if the yarshel harishayna would chap it. We wouldn't take it away from them because Talach is we would take it away from them. And the reason we would take it away from them is is because that coming betayr is Yarshim and a Yorish, even B'dyevit, can't take it away from a Balchayv. So for that reason, we mentioned that the Rishayna is Kodemes Lishniya and didn't mention that in Tafas. Even though it could be that really is the halacha, but the reason we didn't mention it is, is because in the safe we weren't going to mention the race, we weren't going to mention it either. Meaning it's an it's a interesting piece of information, it's an important piece of information. It's totally in a big sugya, the sugya of Balchaiv Mu'ukha but you want to know why we didn't mention it, we didn't mention it because it wasn't going to be mentioned the safe, and being that it wasn't going to be mentioned the safe, we didn't mention it either. In other words, the, the point of the Mishnah was the race in the Mishnah. That the wife that he was married to first, she has a schos to collect the ksuba first. What happens with the evid if the second wife would go collect it? What would be the halacha? So that's really not a sugi in hilchas ksubas. It's really a sugi in hilchas shtaris. You can hear it both ways. And the Gemara thought connect from the Mishnah, there's a mashmois one way, there's a mashmois another way. The word kaidemis sounds a little bit like it's only kaidemis, but if the second one would take it, really it would be okay. But then again, if it's true that if the second one would take it, it would be okay, it should have said it. It should have said it. Kadma shmiya v'tafsa. It might see him beyada. Says mashmois this way. Says mashmois that way. The gemara was doichet this way. The gemara was doichet that way. Either way, you can't really prove it.